Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll, we're taking a look at celebrities who make music. Now, a lot of famous people have decided to make albums over the years. Some of them dabble in rock and roll on the side, like a lot of us, and some of them use their celebrity status to get an album recorded. Others might have gotten some misguided advice from someone in their inner circle telling them that releasing an album is a great way to increase their profile or make a quick buck. We spent a lot of time looking for and listening to music for this one, and we've put together a pretty solid list of celebrities who released albums, including a few that might make you go, wait, they released an album? We've uncovered a lot of stuff for this one, and some of it should have stayed where we found it. A few of these albums have been scrubbed from the streaming platforms, but luckily, the internet is forever. And some of these tunes aren't that bad either. So settle in and join us as we look at the sometimes bizarre world of celebrity music. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 70. My name is Bruce Kramer, and I'm here talking music with a man I've been talking music with for almost 25 years. He's my good friend first, and my co-host second. The brains and the good looks of the operation, Mr. Ryan McCusker. Are you rocking? Prisoners of Rock and Roll is proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network, and our show is sponsored by Bold Foot Socks and the legendary... McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia. <laughs> I can't, Legendary. I, I I had to I broke character there, man. I just started laughing. Dude, that was Bruce. <laughs> obviously, I was Bruce Willis in the beginning. Yes. So we as the we turn of Bruno. As we set up all of our stuff, we had we talked for a couple seconds about what are we going to come out of the intro with, and we played thirty a couple seconds of that clip. We're like, yes, let's play that. And I still started. I've been listening to this shit for two weeks, and I'm still laughing at oh, some of it. God. Dude, I didn't listen to any of it. You know, so there's some <laughs> of it. I can't, dude. I mean, I mean, we'll get to a lot of these songs. I don't want to give away what we're gonna play, but some of it was shockingly, like, okay. But then there was other things that are like, like a fucking train wreck. Yeah. So we're continuing our series on bad music, and after we did the second volume of the Electric Chair last week, which we got some great feedback on that I'll read later in the show. We decided to do something on celebrity albums, and this has been one that I've wanted to do for a long time. And man, I, we went really far down the rabbit hole digging stuff up. 
I was I was just trying to rattle my brain around. Like it was kind of easy because I remember working in the record store and there's so many in the nineties albums that were celebrities were putting things out, you know. It, oh awful, awful time in music in the nineties. A lot of crappy shit came out. I totally agree. Yeah, and then once we did that initial cut of putting stuff on here, I started really doing some research trying to find some other more obscure stuff. And I really got to give a shout out. I found a podcast called Bizarre Albums that uh-huh. they, they do a little like 15 minute episodes on some of this stuff, but they don't make fun of it. They're just kind of like talking about it. Um, <laughs> and they had some really interesting. I was driving home today. They were to play, he did an episode on like George Martin put out an album right before he passed away. Uh, like oh yeah, all his like friend, like Sean Connery covering the Beatles. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But anyway, it's, he this yeah. guy did episodes on a lot of celebrity albums, so I want to give him a shout out. I I gave him a shout out on our social media page. Just uh, it's a cool podcast, and I I got a we got a handful of stuff on here that I found from skimming his catalog, and I binge listened to a ton of his episodes. But um, oh, I'm looking forward to hearing all this. Yeah, dude, we've got. There's you know fifty some fifty five songs on this playlist. Really? So, yeah. I I donated some of them, but you've been on a mission. I really have, and I was listening to this stuff nonstop at uh at work. I was actually in the office today. I was talking to some coworkers, and they were like, "What? Did your wife get mad at you when you're like you're walking around playing this shit like all the time?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. She's she's she didn't like this one." But uh, I mean, I just see the titles and who it's by, and it's it's enough i think i want to save it all for the show my natural reaction okay now let's start just diving through it man this playlist there's so much on here and i doubt we're going to get to everything and i mentioned in the monologue there's some stuff that isn't on spotify and i was wondering if that is either like a licensing agreement or some of these artists were like uh yeah we don't need that on the internet yeah I think it's a little bit for column A, a little bit for column B. I agree. I totally yeah. agree. Um, the biggest one that I think a lot of people think of, man, when it comes out, there's a couple that I think everybody thinks of when they think of celebrity albums, and the Bruce Willis one that we just played yes. is one of those. Um, there was, yes. you remember there was like a documentary about this too, this Return of Bruno. It was on oh, HBO. No. I, I, oh no, it was on HBO, and it had like a ton of celebrities, even like. Some of these songs on the Bruce Willis album, like the Temptations, sing on it, and but it's. Oh, I'm sure it sucks. I'm sure it sucks. It's really bad. Yeah, and it was put out by I Motown. <laughs> I remember my sister having it when we were kids. She loved Moonlighting. Okay, yeah, and uh, that's right about the time he released this album. So I do remember it. You know, I remember hearing it. Yeah. I just remember him being a way big deal when Moonlighting was on. He sings in Moonlighting and everything else, but um, yeah, let's play another little clip from that man. Here's Under the Boardwalk for this album. It's so terrible. From the 
I respect that's Bruce. That's the worst I ever heard. That's no. not the worst version I've ever heard. It's pretty Let bad. Let me tell you that. It's got I've that... heard some karaoke band. <laughs> it's... it's like him doing karaoke. That's what the music sounds like. That sh- like a bad karaoke instrumental ripoff of the original by the Drifters. Not that we need to look it up or anything, but I wonder who's uh, his session guys are on that. Yeah, on that... I don't know. There, it is yeah, a rather. I, there are a lot of big names on that album, if I remember correctly, but it's not good. He paid them all big money, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I respect Bruce Willis as an actor. It's a shame what he's so going. Why I love Bruce Willis. Shame what he's I going mean, through I, with his health. It but. is. It's heartbreaking to hear that he, you know, that he's having such a hard time towards the end of his life. Yeah, but that doesn't preclude him from from us. No, making mad music. Listen, <laughs> right, right. The other one that I thought was a really big one that people think of when the um, so you think of celebrity albums is Steven Seagal. And oh, because that's exactly what I think of. I well, because it's like a, it's terrible. It's like a bad celebrity. I didn't even know he had one. Really? Oh man, I, that was yeah. out when we were working in the music store. You sent it to me or yeah. through uh, you know this thing we call the internet, and uh, the picture alone is great. Him with the guitar. Um, he has an album called Songs from the Crystal Cave that is kind of like a reggae album. And I'll play a little bit of that, too. Here is a song. What is it? Where is it? Where'd it go? Fuck. Here's a song called Girl, It's All Right. Can't wait. No good. Oh, dude. No he, good. He should stick to Kung Fu. He's pretty famously an enormous asshole, too. Yes, he is. He came yeah. out with a second album that is... Oh, that the first album was so good. was so good, but it's the second one is not on Spotify, but it's all blues covers. He was covering, like, Howlin' Wolf, and oh. uh, he has a song on there called Alligator Ass and some other interesting <laughs> stuff, but I was like, man, covering the wolf, is that is... Oh, that's... that's- Sacrilegious. Man. Absolutely, man. No good. But I just want to keep, uh, you know, we got so much ground to cover. We could just keep on. That was fun, though. I like listening to that. He was kind of sounding like, uh, I don't know, like Babyface or some shit. I don't know. I listened to that entire friggin' album one one Why, day, dude. I was Why? like, that's where I'm started. That's where I started my research. And I listened You're to punishing it. punishing yourself. I, I really did. That was the one I didn't. I listened to the entire thing. How many penance did you get, bro? <laughs> I was, I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty, I have a clean conscience this week. So, all right. The next one I have is what I think is the single worst song I have ever heard recorded. Let's hear it. And, okay. It's, Who's the pie? It's Joe Pesci. So Joe Pesci <laughs> released an album as the yes. dude from My Cousin Vinny, which is kind of funny. But before he was an actor, in like 1968, he came out with an album called Little Joe, Sure Can Sing. And he covers Fool on the Hill by the Beatles. I'm pr- I, listen- I found this at- when I was at work, yeah. and I had to close my door in my office because I was laughing so friggin' hard at this here. You sent it to me, and I was just like, oh my 
God, it was stuck in my head. I was like, Awful. thanks a lot, brother. Thank you. I Thank was doing you. this weekend. I was or last weekend. I was outside doing some stuff, like cleaning my camper. And I had I just had my phone on and I was playing it. Just let my neighbors You're hear it, too. Here you go. You're a weirdo. I am. And the eyes in his head See the world spinning round Well, I'm the way Head in a cloud The man of a thousand voices Talking perfectly loud But nobody ever hears it <laughs> Dude, I just keep on my head. I'm a fool on the hill. Am I'm, I a clown? I, I'm true you with this. You, I'm you tr- motherfucker, you. I'm true with this witness. What is a youth? You know, you know, uh, you know, seriously, Joe Pesci hung around with, um, I know his story so well, I forget the name of, um, the Jersey Boy guys, Frankie Valley and, Four, Valley Seasons. and the Four Seasons. He was like their boy, you know. He was like their their grody kind of in the beginning. He grew up around those guys, you know. So I I could see him being musically like wanting to make an album, and you know. But he has a song. I don't know if it's on there. Do you know what I'm talking about the like the stick it up your ass song or something? No, no. Oh. I don't know. Was there another song on there? Uh, I I have another Beatles song on there. Got to get you into my life. But this, this by him. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear a little bit of that? <laughs> you didn't run. You didn't hide. You knew I wanted just to hold you. <laughs> and had you gone, you knew in time we'd meet again. For I'd have told you. You were meant to be near me, ooh, and I want you to hear me say we'll be together every day. Gotta get you into my life. <laughs> Dude, he's so animated. I love it. Little Joey. I love it. I, how does he, like, sing that whole thing without saying motherfucker through it i was like dude i so we just had a technical malfunction because i was laughing so hard i pulled the <laughs> i pulled the microphone cable or my headset cable uh, out of the my computer he uh, is unreal he's a great actor he is i we have a signed uh picture we have an autograph of his hanging in my house my wife when she was oh really when she was younger she was bartended down the shore or waitress down the shore and he came in one day and had lunch and was apparently a really, really nice guy. He just can't sing. Oh, yeah. You want to hear my Joe Pesci story? Yes, please. When I worked at a separate record store without you, I worked at The Wall. Yes. In Deferent, New, not Deferent, New Jersey, Echelon, New Jersey, Voorhees, yeah. New Jersey. Well, this woman would come in all the time and spend crazy amounts of money on box sets and CDs and all this kind of thing. And God bless her. She was like a little autistic, you know? Okay. And, uh, you know, she's always buying stuff. And this was back in the day when you write checks. So when you had to check, you had to have the ID also. 
So you had to write the driver's license ID on there. So I have this woman's ID and it says Pesci on it. And I talked to her a whole bunch of times before. So I have a little friendship with her. So I was like, oh, just like the actor. She's like, yeah, that's my dad. I'm like, no, he's not. And he pulls pictures out of him and his daughter that I'm talking to. And I'm like, oh, you don't have your father come here, whack me out. Because right. I didn't believe you. That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, uh, she came in all that time. She was sweet, you know. But then, yeah, I did hear that he, his daughter was in that area and living there. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he lived there. He, he's from around here. He lives. He had a uh, big house down the Jersey Shore. That was It was just sold over the summer. Um, apparently, reading about this album, he, I guess, in The Sopranos, uh, the prequel, the movie, I guess there's a scene where somebody, one of the characters gives somebody else a, a vinyl record, and this is the record that they give him. So it's kind of a little not, oh. kind of funny. Oh. But, all right, man. Let's keep on. Let's keep rolling. Yeah, we got so many artists, man. Gwyneth Paltrow put out an album. Oh, why? And you know what? Before we get into this, because this is important, that we decided as we do this, one thing that does not count is when an artist does a musical. Because we want to be like, here's Hugh Jackman, right? Or doing a musical. Yes. So, but yes. Gwyneth Paltrow was in a movie called Country Strong. And she recorded a couple of songs for it. I, I have no idea what the movie is. I didn't see I, it. I he, guess she plays yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of remember the movie. No. Here's a little bit of this. This is the song Country Song. Yeah. I know you see me like some white-eyed dreamer just rolled in off a dusty Midwest bus. Yeah, on the outside, I look for fragile. But on the inside, of something you can't crush. Cause I'm country strong, hard to break. It's not terrible, but that to me, no, like I some, don't hate it. Some record label put that together for her that's yeah yeah that's built good for, for her. her but you know okay no that's absolutely i mean that more whoever wrote those songs for her or marketed that really knew what they were doing with her i mean i thought she sounded great and i didn't even think of her at all when i was listening to that song good for her i, agree. I don't think much of her as an actress but you know she's a little weird Aren't we all, though? Yeah, it is true. <laughs> Speaking of... All right, so we'll go from horses to motorcycles. Katie Seagal, who... Love her. ...was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. She sung several songs in Sons of Anarchy. Married with Children. Married with Children. Forget she was Peggy Bundy. She covered for the songs... From the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack, she covered Bird on a Wire by yeah. Leonard Cohen, which I love Leonard Cohen, but... I, she also covered Free Fallen by Tom Petty, which I think is a better example of here. Okay. Not good.
man, I, the, the arrangement is weird. She's the way she's singing. It's like real breathy. Just the arrangement is weird, and the way she's singing. Oh. She, I guess she I can, can sing. Well, you know what's crazy about Katie Seagal? You know, back in God, it had to be the late sixties, early seventies. Bette Midler would be playing New York City, and she'd play all the bathhouses. You know. QB Entertainment, and her backup singer was Katie Segal. I never knew that. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, there you go. That See? was like that. She was one of Bette Miller's backup singers, and she stuck with her for a long time. She was with her for a long time. Hmm. Okay. She sounds yeah. a little bit like Springsteen's uh, wife to me, which I I don't. I'm not a yeah. big fan of hers either. But she sounds like how she talks. Yeah. Great, great actor. I mean, Married Children is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. She's smoking hot. Yes. And in Futurama, too. Forgot about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. She's the alien. Yes. The one-eyed yes. alien. All right. I love her. I think she's great. Um, yeah. Just a weird maybe album. Maybe just... It was weird. Was that the Sons of Anarchy? Um, or was her own album? That was her own album. She put out a couple oh. albums, and then she did some stuff for Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yep. It's also some of this stuff that we're playing is really dated sounding. Yeah, so it's got that, that sounded really dated. Drum machines and shit like that. Yeah. Like the next song we're going to play called Ooh, Night Rocker. I like how you said that. You like that? I moved right into that. Yeah. The next yeah. song, Night Rocker by the Night Rider, David Hasselhoff. The Hoff. There you go. Don't hassle the Hoff. I am the night rocker. I want to rock oh, you all God. night long. David Hasselhoff is such a huge star in Germany. When the Berlin Wall came down, the government got David Hasselhoff to sing on top of the Berlin Wall. Huh. Let's keep on. Well, you know what, dude? If we're talking about David Hasselhoff, why don't we jump around a little bit and keep talking about some other 80s icons like I... Both of the guys from Miami Vice put out albums. And Don Johnson's <laughs> is on Spotify. Here is Your Love is Safe with Me by Don Johnson. Yes. Take off your mask. Just bear your soul to me. Can't survive under the lock and key. Don't be afraid. Dude, I could just see him wearing like that white blazer with the white pants. It's incredible. It's so dated. But I mean, a lot of oh, this stuff God. is, it, you know, it's just it's a product it, of the times too. Crockett does not have a good voice. No. And oh, he's it's so thin, and there's no bass to it. A lot all. of I, mean, I think a lot of '80s music is real thin <laughs> sounding too. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And then 
His partner, Philip Michael Thomas, also put out a bunch of albums. These are not on... A bunch of albums. I, he had a couple. These are not on Spotify. I had to go into YouTube and find these. But wow. Here's a song. Yeah, so this is a song called Somebody. I can't believe it. Sylvia, you've been promising me this and promising me that. I want to have a talk with you. I'm serious. No, don't pull up me. Come on, listen. What have we here? Nothing which was something. The joy you left us missing is all disappeared. The fun, the smiles, and happiness, girl. Uh, he said it. I am serious. <laughs> I like that more than the Don Johnson song. Was <laughs> that a little bit? It it sounds like you know soulful. Absolutely. Yeah, it had a little bit of a little bit of so, little something something in it. But yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, Russell Crowe has put out a lot of music. He's been in a couple bands. Okay. And he's in a band called the Thirty Odd Foot of Grunts. He's in a band called the indoor garden party and then he's with a band called the ordinary fear of god i put well, something from all of them on the playlist i we don't need to play all three of them i'll just play something from indoor garden party this is the song called everything i touch cool everything i touch bursts into flame everything i love gets burned to the ground i build you up to the pinnacle of pain Another fool on a pedestal comes tumbling down. Yeah. Never rely on me. Don't set your dial by me. Don't bet your life on things with two or four legs. You're a country guy. What do you think of that? I, I don't like it. There's something about that that I don't like. Um, I don't know if it's the way he's singing. Yeah, there, he's definitely... His gimmick sucks. Yeah. Whatever like, he's doing. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a little too forced, I think. it's It sounds like it could be good, and I would probably go back and listen to a little bit oh, more the, of it. The musicianship stuff. sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't. He's got the he's got the best musicians Oscars can buy. <laughs> I listened to a, a couple of his different things, and it just it largely didn't do anything for me. But you know, no, I can't imagine it being any. I, you know, he should stick to acting. Yeah, he's a great actor. I love his movies. Right. He, when this out al- when that album comes out, it'd be like Gladiator. Like, are you not entertained? <laughs> right. The Shaquille O'Neal album. This this was remember how big this was when he put out a couple albums. Kind of. I'm like, I remember him doing an album, but I don't remember much. I remember. Go ahead. Yeah, I well, I what that podcast Bizarre Albums did one on it, and they said he went on Arsenio Hall, and when he went on Arsenio Hall, he was like, I'm not just going to do an interview. I want to be able to rap, and he wanted to do, um, and that just kind of led, it turned into him doing an album, and these couple albums he put out with man, he's got like. I have a clip on here that he's with Prince Rakim and the RZA from the Wu Tang, and then he's with like wow. Fife, he's with Fife Dog from Tribe. It's like he's got a he he. I mean, he was like the biggest athlete 
celebrity sure. at you sure. know, when he was playing. So he called in everybody that he knew. Good for him. Yeah, here's a song called No Hook. Yeah. Hang on, let me find Shaq because that's that's risky. Yeah, like, yeah, like where she's going. Yeah, right, I'm Shaq. There you go. Nope, that's Method Man. Girls with the seven foot Shaq, bring it to the front now bring it back. Cut the head black and when my soul train hits the track. Target the billboard charts don't get me started. The whole industry is gassed up and now they fight it. My object is destruction for percussion. Okay, so maybe in that song Shaq is just a little bit of like yeah. That could have been like maybe he just like paid all those guys to make a Wu Tang album. Basically. (laughs) Very well could be. I nobody writes a beat as good as the RZA. So it very well. Could oh be no! That. Absolutely, that sounds like a Wu Tang song. I would. I'm just. Where the hell is Shaq at? And I'm just looking at this album. Like Warren G is on here, Redman, Eric Sermon, Jesus. That's so he, great. Yeah. So he called in a lot of the big guns, and that that album was. I like that song, man. I was I was enjoying that. But, you know, uh, Shaq is a triple threat. He's an actor. Yes. He's a he's a sports hall of famer broadcaster also and he's a rapper yes he's a he's a triple threat right here let me play a little bit of a song see if i can get him rap and this is i know you got skills i think he raps skills you got skills see see i get dirty after dark got you like spielberg you get your ass kicked in the ball you don't believe me the proof is in the pivot been a boy in the hood way before cuba good and i flip straight with the mad paul scout freeze Music, please. All right. Yeah, he should stick to getting the RZA and the Method Method Man and the Wu yeah. the Wu Tang to help him out. He could have just he could have just said, "Hey, I'm going to produce a Wu Tang album." Right. And he's like a big DJ now, right? He played after one of the Phillies games. Yeah, Simpsons he played. Bank Park. He did. I didn't even know it was him until it was like the day of the gig. I was like, "Oh shit, it's Shaq," because he was going uh, uh, another name. Yeah, and like I just D- thought he was like this. I thought he was like this big bodybuilder guy that DJ, and he was famous. Yeah. And it wind up being Shaq. Yeah. And he's not the only artist who came out with some stuff. Um, Kobe Bryant put out an album. I don't have it on here. Oh, uh, same Kobe. Ron Artest put out an album. It's on here. It's not real good. We don't, we don't need to dwell on it because we got so much other shit on here. But what I put on there, Sporting, was Deion Sanders' album. Yes, you did. And let's play that because Dion is pretty big in the news these days with everything he's doing coaching. It's Coach Prime. And Prime he, time. Here you go. Prime time keeps on ticking. Yeah, I know. He really likes Snoop Dogg, dude. 
that is like him imitating Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's got a little little bit of that G-Funk sound on there, a little Warren G. Yeah, that wasn't good. Dion is... I could just I could just hear more of his songs, like being how dope he is. Like all his songs are about how about dope him. he is. Oh yeah, about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one wasn't very good. It also it, yeah. it had that real thin sound on it too. Yeah, I mean, there's you can't you can't fake talent, bro. No, he's also a triple threat. Yes, basketball and uh, Bad, football, no, football, baseball, football, baseball. Football, excuse baseball. me, right. And rapper. Yes. All right, man. Let's keep on trucking. What else do we got on here that I could play for you guys? Now we got there's some stuff. We got some kind of crooner stuff. There's a couple art musicians that came out with some crooner shit. And the first one was Kevin Spacey. So Kevin Spacey, you put yes. this on here from Beyond the Sea. Yes, he uh he did the Bobby Darren movie, which he was fucking awesome in. I didn't and see he that. sang all the songs. Oh, it's great. And he produced it himself, and he sang, he danced in it. He He's very talented, dude, man. Um, what did I put on there? Beyond Mac, the Sea? Uh, Mac, Mac the, the Knife. Yeah, this was okay. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, play a little bit of it. Stop to spread, but fancy gloves, though. Where's old Amaga Heat? So there's never... Never a trace of red, I let them thing swing on a sidewalk. <laughs> Sunday morning lies a body just oozing life and someone sneaking. I was digging that. It was cool. Yeah. You know, he did a gig in Atlantic City, and I really wanted to go with him in a big band doing all the songs from the movie that he made about Bobby Darren. Interesting. He's a talented guy. You know, I know he gets jammed up, whatever the fuck he's jammed up with. I don't know. I don't pay attention enough to, uh, you know, get him maybe blacklist from Hollywood now. I don't know. He's been wrapped wrapped, accused of some some pretty shitty things. And I I don't know how that's all played out or not either. But yeah, I I heard something was thrown out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like him as an actor. I don't really give a shit what he does at his own time. You know, another I like his movies. Another artist who did some of this crooner stuff was Brent Spiner, who, who? You, uh, he was Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Ah, uh, and he yes. he put out an album called "Old Yellow Eyes Is Back." And oh my god, there's some weird stuff on here. But he covered he's a weird. He covered "Stairway to Heaven" from no. Zeppelin. Here you go. That he need be a stranger no more. I saw your face and I ascended out of the commonplace into the rare somewhere in. Until I know. All right, so that's obviously not the Led Zeppelin. That's song. really creepy. Yeah, I think he's creepy. I never. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I'm Star Wars all the way. It's that generation show 
with that dude with the yellow eyes. That's funny, but that's creepy shit. Whatever that was. Yeah, that's not. That's obviously he said that's not the Led Zeppelin song. It's I was going to say that is unrecognizable. Yeah, <laughs> but he. That's the kind of stuff that he did. He did released a couple albums like that, and then. Uh, yeah, so I think that was it with the lounge singers, man. I can circle back and start just going back down the list. Oh, you know who, you, dude? I laughed so hard when I heard this too. You had Rasmataz by John Travolta on. <laughs> oh yeah, man, John Travolta. He was so big with Carter. Welcome back, Carter. He put a record out. This is before like Greece. Greece. This is before Saturday Night Fever. This is for everything. This I, is so lame. Yeah, I just I laughed at this just because of the way the music yeah. sounds in here. With an old time movie star, her makeup is faded and her fame is dated. She says her place ain't very far. Razzmatazz, all that jazz. This crazy LA living is wearing me down. Dude, he's like Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't know if he wrote that himself. That's a little bit of a weird one. Dude, he was on American Bandstand back in the day supporting this album. Uh, I remember reruns. They would play on VH1 and he was on it. And that, that's what made me think of, you know, putting that on um, this playlist show. But yeah, John Travolta went, came a long way, though. You know, by the time he was singing Grease, absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah, he's a talent. He's a talented singer. I think so. I think he's talented all around. Yeah. All right, keep on rolling. You got some local guys on here, the Bacon Brothers. Yes. Not yeah. This song is not good. Um, yes, but I've it's I've, weird. That's why I put on it. It was really weird. Yeah, I've listened to some of their other stuff like some of their like the one album they came out in the late 90s was okay this is a weird song called philadelphia chickens yes Dude, I I fucking pick out his accent from Philadelphia so much from him acting and definitely when he's like singing right there. It, totally. It, it definitely had a um uh like a Brian Setzer orchestra kind of vibe to it. Oh yeah, big Ben, yeah, absolutely. It was all right. The the yeah. song the song is just weird, but it said there's there's stuff. I put it. I put that song on there because it is weird. But his other songs are pretty much singer songwriter kind of shit. Yeah. Um hey, you know what you're saying, singer songwriter? I'll jump over and play something else from YouTube that we found because Michael Shannon, the actor, he's been he was president uh General Zod in the new Superman movie. He was in Boardwalk Empire. He's Great been in a bunch actor. of stuff. Good actor. Uh, plays a Great plays actor. A, plays a good, like, weird Creep. person. Creep. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an album out, and um, I'll just play a little bit of it. It's this song called Corporal Committed. 
Taking the gore, put a limit on that. Prevent us from being passive aggressive and settling up our disputes in accordance with the acts we committed. An honest open exchange, it may be much better still. Just smile and chuckle, say, Oh, what a pity, and swallow our hearts the truth. It's hard to find. I don't even know what is going on there. Dude, strange, weird wording, man. The words and rhythms that he's singing in, he's just like, oh. So weird. There's so no, creepy. yeah. There's no like rhyming to it. It's just like he's telling a no. story or something. It was really, yeah. It was odd. It was. I didn't he's like an it. odd guy. Yeah. He's an odd dude. It wasn't. I didn't enjoy that. But I love him as an actor. He's great. yes, I do too. That's just that was just a weird version of some stuff. All right, let me keep skimming the list here. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, I got a couple from like just crap. Like I said in the monologue about people just trying to make a quick buck, Paris Hilton yes. continues to put out music. <laughs> so she's got a she's got a couple albums out. I don't know. We need to play her a couple albums. Yeah, she's got something like recent, like real recent, like like twenty twenty three. What's and, her voice sound like? Uh, all right, uh, you're gonna make me play it, aren't you? Here's a song called yeah, Jealousy. Yeah. must be nice to have money bro the, the guitar work was okay yeah but look who the work's going to yeah i never got her celebrity just weird i don't yeah he's famous for being a celebrity yeah kim kardashian's like that too kim kardashian makes music as well because uh, fuck does it. she fuck it why not here's a song ah. here's jam turn it up by kim kardashian i didn't even listen to this i, I can't imagine what this is going to be Pump it up. I don't ever need to hear that again. That's Jesus. just buried, oh buried behind the computer. God, and all what was that? Things. Yeah, that was awful. That could you could have swapped out those Man. vocals for any other person, and it would have probably sounded she, uh, pretty uh, similar. She said two words over and over again. Who bought that album? I don't even want to click on that and see how many streams it has because she's probably you know she's stupidly wealthy, just crazy. Uh. But. Her pet's shit is more wealthier than all of them. Uh, right, than both of us put together. Let me see what else we got on here. 
William Shatner, you put you put Shatner on here singing the Shat covering Bohemian Rhapsody, which we we talked this about Bohemian great. Rhapsody last in the last episode, and I didn't listen to this. Here you go. I want to. I'm curious here. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. Mama. Life had just begun, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama, oh, didn't mean to make you cry. I will go back and listen to that, no, that whole thing. The Shatner could do no wrong, man. I do not like Star Trek, but I love Shatner, man. There's nobody cooler than him. He, yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff where he does that half singing, uh, I love it kind of thing. It's funny. What did he do? Commercials in the '90s when he was doing like uh, long distance something, the, and he had price line, the Priceline commercials. Be, yes, that's what it was. Oh man. He was, he was an original man. Yeah. yeah, he's done stuff with Henry Rollins and some other. Oh guys. yeah, that. Oh, he did that Christmas song with Henry Rollins. Yeah, he did that. Um, yeah, the album. He... Jacob Bells, Jacob Bells, yeah. Jacob all the way. He put out a couple albums like in the nineties too. But, all right. But, you know, he didn't take himself seriously. That's yeah, great. He's I having fun it. with it. Yes. Um, Su- Kiefer Sutherland from Lost Boys and Young Guns. He put out an album and I kind of enjoyed this. He sounded a little bit like the yeah. great value version of John Mellencamp, but which yeah, I Yeah, he definitely know, has a rock and roll country kind of feel. Same I same, liked it. same rasp to it. This is something you love by Kiefer Sutherland. That's what he told me about the company setbacks. Budgets ain't cut back And boy, you're on your own mm-hmm. He said, I'm wasting my life Just paying my bills Doing my time But getting no chills The living ain't living Now without the thrill Of doing something you love Yeah, that was okay I like it, man Yeah, I was digging that yeah, this is one of the better ones that we've heard tonight. I agree. I agree. I yeah, enjoyed yeah. That. He's a talented guy. He's he plays a great villain, like in Stand by Me when he plays the uh, the kid with the knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. His father is a fucking great actor, also. Right on. You know who can't? Who is also a good actor, but who can't sing is Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I can't imagine, dude. Robert Downey Jr., you know, great Iron Man, did a lot of other movies. He's in Back to School with Roddy Dangerfield. Wonderful movie. Yes, he I think that was his first acting gig. He put out a couple albums. This is a song called The Futurist. So, so survive 
He sounds like Buffalo Bill for like he puts the lotion on the skin or gets the hose again. Dude, you could totally tell he did that for drugs. Oh I mean, yeah, that's that's like holy shit. I mean, that was awful. You know, he's such a talented actor. You ever see the movie Chaplin? Yes. He is brilliant in that movie, bro. He's a dude when he got cast as Tony Stark, like, oh my god, it's perfect. If he could keep his shit together, you know, and yeah, stay, and he has, yeah, and stay out of trouble, and good for him, man. But yeah, he's he's been good. He's been great, not just good. He's been great. Yeah, but that that album, and I think he's put out two albums. Those are really <laughs> not. Those are not good. I don't even know what he's trying to do there. What years were that? Do you know that? Yeah, dude, I do. That album, where was it? I just had it. 2004 that came out. I think there's another wow. one that's not on on uh, the streaming platforms, but wow, yeah, that's no good. So um, yeah, maybe this is a good spot. To take a break. We can come back, and then we got some other. You know, we can we got a couple other things we can play, and then we can uh, do the back end of the show and call it a. Yeah, Bruce. Before we take a break, um, you know, I play music with a lot of people, and this week I lost a really good friend of mine, uh, Louis Marciano of Philadelphia. This guy, Bruce, was a motherfucker. He was magically so talented, and uh, I just want to take this moment if I could, if he could hear me out there. Uh, brother, I will miss you for the rest of my life. I love you, and uh, I'm going to send you out with the traditional New Orleans style, brother. I will miss you for the rest of my life. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox at McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is also really proud to be sponsored by Boldfoot Socks. Boldfoot Socks makes an awesome product. And on top of making a great product, they're devoted to giving back to the community. They give 5% of all their proceeds back to charities to support veterans who are in need. So when you're done listening to our show, go check them out over at boldfoot.com. It's boldfoot.com. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for sticking with us, man. We got a handful of other things to talk about. Where can I start? You know what, dude? Why don't we start with a couple things that I thought were actually, that aren't bad. There's a couple artists that we haven't gotten to yet. The first one was Keanu Reeves' band, Dogstar. They were already. I remember them. Yeah, they He they, played bass. He plays bass. Yeah, they, Um, I think they're actually, they just got back together. They're reuniting to put out some new music. They were like a grunge. Dude, the grunge. band got back together, dude. The yeah, Wild man. Stallions. Dogstar, everything turns around. Yeah, that was cool. They very, opened for Pearl very Jam 90s. and so, yeah, very, it, very yes, 90s. absolutely, very nineties alternative yeah. rock and roll. No, it's you know, I love Keanu. He's always he's one of those guys. Just everybody seems to like him. He just seems like a down earth dude. Yeah, you know, I rides the subway. You know, yeah. donates all of his money that to causes. You know, yeah. Um, I put the Hollywood Vampires on here, so that's like, yeah, sure, super group. So that's Johnny Depp. Along with Alice Cooper and Joe Perry, Joe Perry from yeah. Aerosmith. So here's a little bit them covering Heroes. I think Johnny Depp sings on this. Just for 
Yeah, man. It was digging it. I, I like their stuff I on Alice Cooper. It. Yeah, I like their stuff on Alice Cooper. Yeah. Sings a little bit better, but that's okay. Sure. I saw a documentary on them. Like, like you said, a super group. Um, we're talking about Bowie. They just did a Bowie song. Bruce, I saw Nile Rogers last week. How was that? That was unbelievable, man. He opened. If you don't know who Nile Rogers is, we talk about him all the time on our show. He is uh, the songwriter for La Freak, for uh, La Chic. Yeah, well, uh, for freaked Chic. out. Yeah, for Chic. Yeah, um, but he's also a well-known songwriter. He wrote songs for everybody from David Bowie to Madonna. You know, he wrote like a Virgin and um, Material Girl. I had no idea. So he goes up there. He plays. He opens up with the freak, and the whole place is jamming. And he says, "Okay, now I'm going to play all the songs that I wrote from people." He wrote everything from "We Are Family" to all the way down to uh, Pharrell. It was really amazing show, man. That's cool. Yeah, I know he had played a role in like uh, Diana Ross's resurgence. Yeah. Somebody, oh yeah. Uh, somebody I work with is really into them, and we've we my work we've hired him to like play some private parties, uh, mostly because my friend at work who's really into him um, is in charge of those events. But yeah, it was very cool, man. You said uh, yeah. they, he opened for Duran Duran, right? Yeah, Duran Duran was awesome too. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. It was a lovely evening. Nice. All right, I got a couple. But anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I was glad you shared that. There's a couple. You know, um, another dude that I had on here who isn't bad. It's a little weird, but Steve Martin, his kind of second career he's playing the great. banjo. Yes, he's a amazing banjo player, dude. And it's like some, um, like some. It's a some bluegrassy Americana kind sure. of stuff that I probably sure. wouldn't listen to. You know, as I'm just kind of tooling around doing my thing. But when I listened to it, I was like, I always oh, man, loved, pretty good. I always loved his gimmick with the. With the banjo in his stand-up. Yeah. You know, that's what I enjoyed. But he really got in to make a serious album, like a bluegrass album. He's got a couple. He had a couple albums that he came out with. There's, um, But he, I had a song, Caroline, on here. Let's play a little bit of that. I think this is real, like, Americana kind of stuff. Cool. Return my car and leave the keys inside the glove compartment. Caroline, Caroline, oh, Caroline, oh. Are the hardest thing I'll ever put behind me. Never thought you'd leave me stranded. Not a glance into the rear view. I'll be looking for someone who wears her hair exactly like you and who swears a blue streak when the Tar Heels lose the quarterfinals. Yeah, musicianship is I love, there. I love Steve Martin, man. Yeah, he's got to be. He's, in a I love the arrow. I love the arrow in the head gimmick. <laughs> I love his movie, The Jerk. You know. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, yeah, man. Absolutely. Which that's a great movie. Oh. What okay. else we got, bro? Yeah, um, Jeff Daniels put out some stuff. I The dude. Yeah, the dude. He's kind of um I think it's some kind of country stuff, the western kind of stuff, but here you sure, go. Sure, what else would the dude do? Absolutely. My father said, son, you best treat everyone just the same. You got your winners and of us just staying in the game he said life is a gift if you're lucky you'll live it every day 
something when you're falling to your knees to pray. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, that's great, dude. You know what I love about it? It doesn't sound like him. No, it does not. You know, he it's oh he's a great actor too, man. I I like him a lot. I've you know So do I. He's been in so many things over the years and he did make that movie when he was a cowboy singer. I forget yeah. what it was called. I think that's where I think some of the music You won an Academy Award. Yeah. You won an Academy Award for that. Yeah. I think some of the stuff that's on Spotify are things that he did for that. All right. Let me keep I think we're kind of getting down to like the odds and ends and there's some weird shit on here. Let me just start What kind of weird shit? Uh Rick Moranis put out an album. Oh uh, no, this is good. No, this is good. This is called I love Rick Moranis. He yeah, he's a really interesting dude, man. If you don't know much about like, you know, why hasn't he made any movies for the last twenty years? It's go look it up. It's a really cool story. But he also yeah. put out an album and this is a song called It's the Champagne Talking. I like this more than I expected to. I thought this was yes. gonna sound like I like him. I like his whole thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Let's Here. hear it. We ought to do what we should have way back when. But it's the Bud Light talking. I'll be a lightweight tomorrow again. Valentine's, it was Valentine's. Easter, it was Uzo. Beaujolais on Bastille Day. Labor Day, absolute no. Yeah, dude, it was. It was really different. Yeah, it did not sound anything like I expected him to. No, he's great. I love his gentleness, man. I dig it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, cool. It's just, you know, like just sitting back, you know, chilling on a Sunday kind of groove. Uh, we got Burt Reynolds and Clint Eastwood on here. We can probably... Yes, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for Burt and Clint. All right, here we go. I love this shit. We can go play first. Uh, Burt Reynolds, because he was first on the playlist. I didn't shake the world today. Off of Burt Reynolds' album, Ask Me What I Am. We got a couple little, like, cowboy guys. Oh, we got to play a couple. All right. But, yeah, we got to play it. (laughs) I stopped a couple times along the way To pick up some reminders of the day a walking stick, a flower picked, a girl beside the road with pockets full of time and stories never told. That's a weird, <laughs> it's really strange. Well, it was the 70s. Yeah. You know, you just, the album cover alone is just bizarre. Him, like, really 70s looking. Um, yeah. What's your favorite movie you ever made? Uh,. Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. I have to say Cannonball Run. Okay. Yeah, Cannonball Run oh. was great, too. Yeah. Uh, you got Clint Eastwood on here. I did not know. This that is Clint, great. I did not know that Clint Eastwood put out an album, so I'm, I didn't yeah, listen to he, this. I'm very curious to hear this. Go for it. All right. I'm heading for the last round up on a saddle paint for the last time and 
That I did not. That is not what I expected him to sound like. Oh, it's great campfire shit, man. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, yeah, that's some western. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think he put that out like in the '60s when he was a cowboy star. Um, uh, nineteen sixty-three. Yeah, so he's yeah, a very yeah. young man in that. Yeah, you know all the movies he made in the last forty years, he like plays the music in the background. Like, um, he's a very well-trained piano player. He's also a jazz lover so if you watch any of his movies in the last whatever years every instrumental in the background is him playing it's really interesting yeah he's an interesting guy he's yeah. one of my favorite actors a couple other country guys Terry Bradshaw <laughs> the NFL quarterback he put out an sure. album sure um, he was in Smoking and the Bandit yes he was he's still making music man he has an album that he came out with in he's 20 he's got a gimmick yeah, he's he, got a gimmick. But Absolutely. He, he recorded some stuff like right right after the Steelers won a couple Super Bowls, he put out an album, which I don't believe is on Spotify. But he also put out some stuff as recent as 2020. Uh he put out a song called Quarantine Crazy. Oh God. Yeah, we can we can skip that. We don't I don't want to hear that yeah, shit. We, we don't need yeah. to get into that. Um just bullshit with that stuff. Another Yeah, I think that's it for the country guys. Let me see who else is on here billy bob thornton has put out a bunch of music with a handful of different bands um yeah 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 he's a weirdo yeah i don't know if, you know i'm thinking we don't even need to play a lot of this stuff um uh, you know what was really weird sounding scarlett johansson put out an album oh yeah and she, I, I never even knew that yeah and it's real she got a really funky deep voice this is a song called anywhere i lay my head let me play a little bit of this I guess so. Yeah, it's got like potential. It, kinda... it could be good. It's like her voice is really down in the mix. Like there's all that other shit piled on top of it. It kind of reminds me of Florence and the Machine. Yeah. She sounded better and more interesting than I thought she was going to. Yeah, I, I just love her. I Whatever she does, I'm down. <laughs> right on. Brie Larson. Um, Who? She is Captain Marvel in the Marvel movies. Oh, right, right, right. She's gorgeous yeah man. she put out an album this this is not as good this is the song called she said guess if you're a teenager and shit sure 
I don't know when she. Let me see when she put that out. Two thousand five. So she's pretty young. It's the beginning of it. I could have played. You could have told me that was Avril Lavigne, and I would have been like, okay. That's know. what I was thinking, bro. Yeah, it doesn't sound much different. No. Um, Billy D. Williams <laughs> put out Billy D. Mr. Coke Forty Five. I know there is a signed picture of Billy D. Williams hanging in McCusker's tavern. It was. I don't know what happened to it. I think somebody stole it. Uh, stole it because it was in the restroom, right? It was. Uh, I had it hanging everywhere at one point. It was yeah. like my most valued treasure. It was a signed autograph Colt Forty Five advertisement. Billy D. Williams. Awesome. Uh, well, he put a, a kind. He put out an album. And here's a song called Let's Misbehave. Dear, you're too good. If you want a future, baby, why don't you get a past? Cause that fatal moment's coming at last. We're all alone. No That's pretty classy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's okay. Yeah, Billy D's the man. He's a smooth man. Yes. Wilford Brimley, <laughs> Wilford Brimley the uh, from Cocoon, the diabetes commercials, guys. Yes, he, yes. He what has, the hell did he do? He has an album. This is the song called I Wish You Love. <laughs> Songs in the key of diabetes. <laughs> I wish you bluebirds in the spring to give your heart a song to sing and then a kiss. But more than this, I wish you. I love that so much. <laughs> I do too. It reminds me of like a grandfather. Yes. Singing to his grandkids. Right. I awesome love stuff. Right. Like singing at a wedding or something. Love it. I loved him. I loved him. Yeah. I never watched any of his things or anything, you know, but I always enjoyed like his uh, style, man. It was his, cool. His, yeah. He was like a typical, like what you would want for a grandfather. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe. A good well. See if there's anything else on here. Let me just run through the other artists. You tell me if you want to hear some of it. We can play. It. Okay, no problem. Brian Austin Green. Fuck no. Yeah. Some other guys yeah. we got on here. Carol O'Connor, better known as Archie Bunker. He put out an album. <laughs> um, Scott Bayo. I want to hear. I want to hear Scott Bayo. What right. the fuck he do? Chachi. The boys what are out Chachi tonight. Do? It's it's in that, It's like Don Johnson and. Here, Hasselhoff. I feel the heat coming closer and closer. I know the air is tighter. You want to jump? What jump? Boys are out tonight. The boys are out tonight. Can't you hear what I say? It's like it sounded like sticks, That's, and it was weird. Do you remember? Oh God, <clears throat> I don't know. Remind me of that movie Zap he made. Remember yes. that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that could have been on that soundtrack. Had a little bit of Mr. Roboto kind of sound in it. Very, yes. Very odd. Uh, all right. He's an odd. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan covering Stevie Nicks. Mm, now, uh, uh, Reg- nope. Regis nope. Philbin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Regis Philbin doing You Make Me Feel So Young. Yes. You make me feel so young You make me feel so spring is sprung And every time I see you grin I'm such a happy individual The moment that you speak I want to go play hide and seek I want to go and bounce the moon Just like a toy balloon You and I Are just like a couple of tots Okay. Is that your final answer? Right. Yeah, it's a little... Would you like a phone a friend? Uh, I love that show. He was a cool guy. Yeah, he was. He was a cool guy. And I think that's it. I think that's everybody. I think that's Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was dude. Fun. That was a lot of fun. I I was messaging you the other day saying how much I was looking forward to doing all the research for this one and talking about it. So let me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I was gonna be like, oh, this was gonna be a lot of untalented shit, but then we did hear some good stuff. Definitely some stuff I want to go back and listen to more. I would Jeff, Jeff uh, D- Daniels definitely, man. Yeah, Jeff Daniels, Kiefer Sutherland. There was there was a handful of stuff. I'll listen to the whole Scarlett Johansson album. There's a whole bunch of stuff, but. All right, I got a shit ton of music news, and we got a handful of listener feedback, so let's jump into that. Let's hear the music. All right, music news, man. We got uh, more bad news than not. So the first one, you know, there was a tragic loss of life in the music community, a titan of uh, you know, the rock and roll scene. The singer for Smash Mouth died. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I no, I know. Just, he, it, I right. mean, no, because yeah. yeah, Steve. Har- like, who the hell? You're like getting into it. I'm like, who died? Right. I miss this. Steve Harwell, former lead singer of the band Smash Mouth, died at age 56. TMZ reported that the guy was an alcoholic and he was going through liver Shit. failure and he had some like heart problems. Um, we talked about Smash Mouth a couple months ago because the band yeah. replaced him. And did a concert with a completely different dude and didn't tell anybody in the audience what they were doing. And people were like, Brilliant. People were Brilliant. like, posting on social media, like, who the fuck is this? So <laughs> um, that's what you got to do. Show must go on. You're right, right. And he had like a whole weird, like, I don't know, he was like doing like a Nazi salute on stage. And he, he sounds like yeah, he had, he was a, w- yeah, issues. And then the other one, man, the guy that, that died, um, with Jimmy Buffett passed away. After a mm. kind of long battle with uh, a rare form of skin cancer, he was definitely an icon, man. Not my style of music, but he was an icon. I saw him a couple times in concert. I've I was, seen him too. Yeah, I've I, seen him. I was glad I did because it was a cool. Um, yeah, just just to experience that and see how yeah. crazy his fans are. I was not impressed. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I mean, he he's not. I think he's brilliant. I mean, shit the. The business. He's a brilliant businessman. Holy shit. Right. And he sold a lifestyle because he he's not a really good singer, but his not at all. But he sold Dude, like escapism. My cousin Larry was a lot older than I am. God bless his soul. 
and he lived in Florida for years and years and years. He said Jimmy Buffett was playing all these little bars down in Florida, and everybody hated him. Like he, people would get up and walk out of of the bar because he would start playing. I swear to God, this is what wow. he told me, and uh, he couldn't believe how big he got. Like the ice, like cultural icon. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's an enormous. He was an enormous figure in rock and roll, and you know, yet again. If you're on the fence about going to see somebody, go do it. You, go. Never, you never know when it's going to be their last chance. I mean, I, I shit, when I saw a man, I think I got tickets off a of Groupon for like 20 bucks. It was like totally, yeah. totally worth it. But I'm seeing Peter Gabriel this weekend. Nice. I saw him a couple years ago, man. He was really, I really enjoyed seeing him. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Nice. And then the last thing I had for music news before we get into... Um, Second thoughts was the Stones have a new song out. They're releasing a new I album. I have yet heard this. I have not heard any of it. All right. I, I won't tell you my thoughts. Let me play 30 seconds of it, man. Let me Please hear. do. Yeah, this is a song Please called do. Angry. Okay, I, I'm digging it. Yeah, man, let's go. Let's see them again on tour, baby. I'm looking forward to it. So they got another album that'll be coming out uh, to support very, this. It's their first album strange, in 20 years. The very strange having that big drum intro in the beginning without and Charlie's Charlie. not with them. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a little weird. When they were teasing the video, it was just the three of them standing there, and it, it did look a little yeah. weird too. But yeah, um, but the money may, shall be made. Yes. So, all right, I got some second thought. I got we got a handful of second thoughts. So let me start Ooh, with this is my favorite part. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, we got a new one that came in this afternoon. So on YouTube, some guy Chomley Street. These guys sound so much like Beavis and Butthead talking about music they think "quote unquote" sucks. I'm not sure. Certain this isn't just the audio from a Beavis and Butthead episode. Hey, guys, <laughs> go find somebody Butter. who doesn't hate some other act that's been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How original! You guys sound completely deaf. So. <laughs> Thanks, Dill Hole. So. Dude, I I am a little my left ear is a little fucked up and playing in trumps my whole life. Yeah, so, so. You know, he's kinda right. Told him thanks for thanks for listening. And then um we got some second thoughts back that that was on our Kate Bush stuff, so it's still the friggin' um Kate Bush dudes still coming after us. And then we also had um some guys were talking about our comments and discussion around Joy Division getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I now, just, this pissed me off. This yeah. pissed me off. So the first one, uh, this is Francesco Trevisian, 4453, on YouTube. 
Uh, he said, oh, you guys are making fun of the man's physical handicap. And I just said, I wrote him back. I was like, dude, nobody's making fun of the guy. Because we said. No, I, I said I admired the way how he danced. How the fuck was that? Oh. And he had epilepsy and everything else. And then he goes. No, but I know that. But the only thing I was saying, I dug how he held the microphone stand. Yeah. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, I was like, nobody's making fun of him. And he's like, oh, well, your choice of no. words, your tonal expression and intent point to one thing that his hand, physical handicap was ridiculed. It must be a matter of me being sensitive. I'm not saying it was I would on. Never, I would never make somebody fun of a handicap. And right. I would never, ever, ever do that. Yeah, it's rather. This guy's an asshole. Yeah, Sorry, dude, you're an asshole. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that it was on purpose, but it certainly came across that way. I will add the Joy Division may not, quote, do much for you, but it has they have influenced a lot of artists. I personally feel that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can recognize bands that may have not reached a large American audience, but that indicated a path that many have... They created a path that many have followed. Hey, man, you know what, dude? We get... we get Well, you know what? Let me read the next one, and this is the thing for the... This is Tito Figueredo, also on YouTube. Same thing, Joy Division. Oh, you Americans. It's really strange how average. It's really strange how average mind. Let me start over. Oh, the Americans! It's really strange how average minds can't think outside the box. Joy Division and New Order marked two or three revolutions in the history of music. Come on, man! They even founded their own rock and roll Hall of Fame, the Hacienda, and they consolidated a career with a true faith and an anarchist anti-fame spirit. Even though they didn't know really how to play their instruments, each one created a distinctive. Style, Flea, John Frusciante, Thorsten Moore, The Killers, Arcade Fire. Go ask them how important these bands were. So, first of all, man, like, oh, where the fuck did we ever say they weren't important? I praised them right on our episode. You said you liked them, and I said I just never got into them. I just, I've never liked that kind of brooding depressed mellow new like darker new wave kind of music whether that's i understand yeah i got it i yeah so um and say like the whole like oh you americans and you know what dude and the kate bush fans get this all the time too like oh you americans first of all man the average americans who can't think outside the box invented every fucking major form of modern music from hip-hop to jazz to blues to rock and roll so get out of here with that and spare me with the, yeah. you guys are so close-minded, because you know, we've talked about shit. Everything from like Mr. Bungle to Motown to, uh, you know, get, get out of here. Dude, we've, yeah, go listen to every one of our episodes and then fucking tell us. Right. So <sighs> thanks for listening, man. So, all right, and some feedback from the last episode we did on Songs That Stink. So uh, Josh over at Boldfoot, our sponsor, our friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh the man. He was on Twitter. He said, absolutely awesome episode. There are so many absolute crap songs. Embarrassingly, many of the songs you named absolutely suck, but I still like them. And I was like, yeah, dude, I totally get it. <laughs> and then uh, our friend Donald, uh, we've read some stuff from him before. He emailed us a couple months ago. He said, hey, Bruce, this is Donald. I'm the guy you turned into a Beatles fan a little while back. I had to write in because I just got done with the song that sucks episode. And I want to say thank you for putting that fucking Applebee song on there. See, I'm from further back in the country than probably anybody you guys know. So needless to say, I have to suffer a few fools that listen to country music. I absolutely despise it. It offends me because all they sing about is this, how this or that makes them country and how great a dirt road is. It makes me nauseous. That Applebee <laughs> song has got to be one of my top three worst songs of all time. 
I thought I was going to have to break up with my girlfriend over that song, and she is a great girl. I cannot truly explain to her the hatred I have for country music, but that makes me even madder than it probably should. I can't understand why anyone would think that shit is good music. I grew up on old ZZ Top and Aerosmith, and I just don't get it. Anyway, sorry for the long message, but I don't get many chances to rant about this type of shit, so it's much appreciated. Thanks for the stickers you guys sent me a while back. Keep doing your thing. P.S. Steely Dan does not suck. So... Um, <laughs> I, thank you, dude. I, I, <laughs> thank I you so much, man. I wrote him back. I was like, dude, thank you so much. I did ask him. I was like, hey, man. I was like, uh, that that Warren Hayes Appleby song is absolutely dog shit. But uh, uh, I was like, hey, I, I asked him. I was like, dude, do you like um, like do you like Johnny Cash? Do you like some of that other kind of you know some stuff? But um, you know, I get it, dude. I I like country music, but uh, yeah. You know, so there's something I, out there for everybody. I was talking to the warden this week at McCusker's. I heard the warden was in. The warden McCusker's. was at the one and only. The warden was at McCusker's, and he was saying how last year you were on your road trip. That song was just all over the place. Yes, yeah, it, over and over and over again. It was. Uh... And I and I remember you inviting me on this trip, and I'm so happy <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah, you would have gotten to hear it a lot. It was a lot. Uh, uh, man. Well, it's good that the warden was in there too. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he's my man. He was sitting talking to the one and only Johnny McCusker. Awesome. Talking about Bobby Abreu. Talking talking baseball. Did he sign any autographs? Um, some girl pulled out her tit for him to and sign. He signed it with a Sharpie marker. She probably got yeah, it. Yeah, it, a... it didn't come out real well because he was shaking his hand too much. <laughs> uh, that's the warden. He's ours. The one and only. Yes. All right. So I guess that's going to about do it for episode 70. Thank you so much for spending some time with us exploring celebrity albums. I hope you had a few laughs and you learned something about some albums you didn't know existed. I, I certainly did. And there's some stuff I can't wait to go back and listen to again. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and hey, if you want to, and if you want to hear, we, f- f- I'm sorry, go ahead. Are we forgetting something? What? Oh, shit. We did. You're right. Let me We're forgetting the electric chair, my yes. friend. Oh, my God. So how could you ever, ever forget I, the warden must throw you in penitentiary? I, I'm, I'm shitbag of the week now. For, you are. Play it. Play uh, it. Shitbag of the week. Dun, dun, dun. I didn't. So I didn't have the electric chair in my notes because I normally make the outline. I take whatever we did the last show and I copy it and then I just I start from there. But we didn't do the electric chair last week because we were the whole episode is about right. the electric chair. That's so. right. Oh. Uh, so I got one for you. All right, what do you got? Let's send that nine oh one two the nine one oh two oh kid. Oh, Brian Austin Green. Yeah, we didn't hear his song, but you said it, and you know, we, automatically yeah. I said, "Let's save that for the electric chair." Yeah, he's got a song called "That's Right." That's right. Off a of, man, when did this album come out? He was like a, a white boy rapper. Yeah, nine one whatever nine oh two one oh. Yeah, the warden probably whatever watched that. He probably watches reruns of it right now. The warden is a big fan of uh, Sex in the City. Yes. <laughs> no, I hated him. He's no Jason Priestley. He's got that. He's trying to look so hardcore. Oh, God. oh shit. I just skipped it. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Just push the button, my man. Right, let me, I'll skip ahead a little bit so we get back to it. Um, and I don't care enough to go edit that out and start over again. So we'll just, <laughs> no way, dude. It's not worth it. All right, man. Let's uh, 
He's trying to, how did he hook up with Tori Spelling on that show? He's trying to look so hard on the album, too. Like, the cover, he's got this badass look on his face. What year was that album? 96. Like 1996? Yeah. I would think it was, like, 91 or something. Yeah. yeah right. This is off. We sentence you to death. That was a good pick. We didn't get to that one during the regular show. He always, he always has some like piece of ass. Yep. Megan Fox was his girlfriend for a while. Yep. He's always. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Maybe because I'm not a a rapper. There you go. You got to put out a rap album. You got to stop stop messing around with that jazz music. I already have my rap name. I already have my rap name. It's MC Cusca. There you go. I dig it. Look at that. It's built in. Yes, sir. All right, so that will do it for episode 70. Thanks so much for spending some time with us exploring some celebrity albums. Hopefully you had a few laughs and you learned about some of the albums that you didn't know existed. I know I did. And if you want to hear full versions of these songs or share them with your friends, there's a link to the episode playlist in the show notes. And if you're sharing any of these songs with your friends, you can tell them about us too. You can also tell them to go check out PrisonersOfRockAndRoll.com or visit us on Facebook or Twitter. Man, we love hearing from listeners. We read as many comments on the air as we can, even the negative ones as we just talked about. That's the funny shit. I love that shit. Yeah, that's funny. And if you're ever in Philadelphia, make sure to stop by the legendary McCusker's Tavern down at 17th and Shunk Streets. There's a good chance you'll see Ryan behind the bar. And if you're lucky, you might see the warden having a beer. If you're lucky. <laughs> so that's it, everybody. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks so much for listening. Keep on rocking. Peace out. I'm just a It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.